0: the Scream Speak podcast and this is Luke and it's just me today. Uh, We're doing something a little different today. Uh, We're coming to the end of the year, the end of the decade as well and I kind of wanted just to put out my own little personal top horror movies of the decade and the reason I think that my list is going to be a little bit interesting because as I was going through the years I realized that like I had said I didn't really get into horror till I was around 18, 19 years old. So when I was looking at years like 2010, 2011, 2012, there were a lot of movies that I didn't really know about, didn't really watch. Um, I would have loved to have had Peyton and Alec on this episode, but I kind of just wanted to put something out there. Don't know when I'm going to be able to record again for a while. So just to have an episode out there, be a fun little episode, nothing too long, just going over... What I think the best movies of this decade are. Uh, taking a little bit of, again, inspiration from uh, James Roll from Cinemassacre, He drops these top 10 Golden Age horror movies. Uh, you know, this might be one of the only solo episodes that we have. It could become a thing where every now and then one of us releases a solo episode and we give our opinion. You know, there's three of us on this podcast, we all have access to the logins. If we go months and months without an episode, I would almost encourage someone hey put something out there so we're just gonna jump right into it because like i said this isn't gonna be a super long episode hopefully it's kind of interesting maybe maybe there's some movies on here that you might not have seen you might have skipped over during the decade um because there were definitely movies when i was going through the the list of each year of the horror movies that came out there were movies where i was like oh i remember seeing trailers or i remember hearing about this movie but i never watched it so Maybe you might hear something about that. I'm gonna list off just some notable movies from every year, and then I'm gonna give, I'm gonna skip over what I think are the best 15 movies of the entire decade. I'm not gonna rank them, but I do have a favorite, and I'm gonna save that one for last. But 15 through two, it's gonna be whatever order, and then my last movie is gonna be my favorite of the decade. So let's just kind of jump into it. 2010. Uh, We got Wolfman, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, Paranormal Activity 2, Last Exorcism. I mean, I was 15 years old, wasn't super into horror movies. I saw these. I'm a big fan of the Wolfman remake. I don't know why a lot of people don't like it. Uh, Last Exorcism was one of the best horror movies that I had seen at that time. uh, For someone who didn't really like horror that much. Um, 2011. And apologies, some of these years seemed mixed up but for the most part these movies came out in the year that i'm saying we've got stuff like grave encounters human centipede 2 which i just put on there just because it's for disgusting sake it's one of the grossest movies i've ever seen the thing you're next uh paranormal activity 3 which uh i think the paranormal activity franchise is one of the only ones that gets better The more movies that comes out except for like you know the the very late ones weren't that great i would love to have like a whole retrospective on the paranormal activity movies but there is a new one coming out so maybe we'll have to wait until that one comes out and for 2012 we have cabin in the woods grave encounters 2 maniac paranormal activity 4 woman in black silent hill revelation lords of salem now some of these movies are bad i understand that Um, They're just my personal favorites. I've watched almost every single one of these movies that I'm listing, I've watched it multiple times. I've watched Silent Hill Revelation multiple times. Uh, Some people might say I'm crazy for not putting Cabin in the Woods in my top 15. It's really good, which says something for, you know, the movies that I think that are better than it. And then we've got 2013. Here's my thing with 2013, I think 2013 is the best year of horror and the reason i say that i have very very fond memories of the year 2013. it was my freshman year of college i was just turned 18 years old i was on my own lived away from home i'd just gotten into horror movies watching cinemassacre watching those reviews and i dove into horror movies when i was in my dorm room My college roommate never showed up for school. I had a dorm room to myself. I remember watching scary movies all the time. Halloween night was such a big deal for me, for me to set the atmosphere, to watch a bunch of scary movies. So 2013 is my personal favorite year for horror, just because of the fond memories I have of that fall semester of school, you know, living alone, like in my dorm room was in a basement, so that's already kind of creepy There i was in an old old dorm and it just added to everything especially being by myself um we've got the conjuring um oh i said the conjuring and it's in my top 15 Oh, well, we've got curse of chucky dark skies which i forgot about when i read the name i was like oh crap i remember seeing that and i thought it was a good movie I, that's another one that i think Is one that we can go back on and be like you know who remembers dark skies you know an alien invasion movie that's actually pretty good and isn't kind of cheesy like it was actually kind of unsettling and then we have Frankenstein's army I will never forget my freshman year I went to I I pulled an all-nighter and then went go take the test absolutely bombed it Then I came back to my room, scrolling through Netflix, found this movie called Frankenstein's Army, and it was one of the most insane movies I had ever seen. I don't think that's a movie that a lot of people have seen, Frankenstein's Army. If you're into like monster, body horror, you should definitely see Frankenstein's Army. Um, Then we've got Willow Creek, VHS 2, Insidious 2, Oculus, The Purge, uh, Mama, and Carrie. Uh, and The Last Exorcism 2. It wasn't that great, but it takes place in New Orleans from Louisiana. Almost any movie that comes out in Louisiana. And also, speaking of horror movies in Louisiana, uh, I didn't list any of the Hatchet movies on here. I'm not a huge fan, even though I just said I like movies that take place in Louisiana. Hatchet's okay. You know, it's that, that B-tier slasher. Um, so I'll just mention it really quick and write it down. 2014, we have Annabelle, The Babadook which It's it's funny when the Babadook came out, 2014 was also. I didn't really start using websites like Reddit or anything until late 2013, early 2014, and the hype that Reddit gave the Babadook almost made me hate it before I even saw it. And then I watched it, and then I wanted to hate it because there was so much hype around it. You know, I was was 18 years old trying to be cool. I didn't want to like what everyone else liked so The Babadook's one of those movies where I spent a long time not liking it I own the movie now I think it's a great movie I think it's a great representation of depression um and once again it didn't make my top 15 and I have high praise for the movie and then we have Goodnight Mommy The Taking of Deborah Logan which I think is a movie that was also kind of slept on Uh, Me and one of my old roommates, we watched it together. It's a great found footage horror movie. And if you've listened to the show, you know, for a while now, something about me, I love found footage horror movies. Um, You know, there's a lot of them that I listed on here. You know, just going back, the Grave Encounter movies, Paranormal Activities, The Last Exorcism, all found footage horror movies. Um, And then, uh, you know, we had another Paranormal Activity movie, The Marked Ones wasn't great but I still enjoy those movies. Um, Housebound, uh, The Purge Anarchy, and Last Shift. Last Shift is one that I don't remember as much but I do remember it being you know pretty decent. Uh, Then we have 2015 Bone Tomahawk which might win the prize for most brutal kill of the decade. Uh, If you've never seen Bone Tomahawk watch it because for me personally the most brutal kill in all of horror takes place in that movie you will know when you see it because I've mentioned it before but if you haven't heard me mention it maybe it might have been an old deleted episode please watch that movie actually that's another movie as I'm listening to these movies I'm looking over at my blu-ray collection and I have *Bone Tom Hawk I might watch it again just to see that scene it's a uh quite a jaw-dropping scene then we have hell house llc Uh, me and peyton have talked at length about how much we like that movie again it's found footage it's found footage done right subtle creepiness not just a bunch of jump scares even though there there's a couple of jump scares but it's found footage done right Um, a christmas horror story i just posted about that the other day i think it's the best christmas horror movie One of the best holiday anthology movies ever. I think it's up there with Trick or Treat. Uh, That might be a kind of a hot take, but if you watch that movie, uh, you might agree. Uh, Tales from Halloween, another anthology movie, kind of changed my opinion a little bit on it. I had some harsh things to say about it when it first came out, but I've viewed it multiple times. The month of October, uh, ever since it's come out, the month of October, I always watch it at least once. And it's got a little, you know, spot in my October lineup almost every year. And then Green Room. Green Room, I know we talked about it, like Peyton said, that it would... It's a terrifying situation, and one that he was close to being in one time. Not close to being in, but he said he could understand the feeling. Um, And, you know, Anton Yelich gives a great performance. It's not what I would call horror every day, but I put it on there because... It was just an absolutely brutal movie and then one of the funnest the funnest movies that I've seen that I had no expectations for Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse that's the best like if we're talking about horror comedies like intentional horror comedies like there's a lot of horror comedy about zombies you know Shaun of the Dead is obviously number one I I think this is an easy number two and it's, I'm not going to say that it's better or even as good as, but you know, when ranking them, this is a fun movie. I think I remember it was an episode that we deleted, you know, I think I gave it like an 8.5 out of 10, which is, you know, pretty high for a movie that got panned by critics. Do yourself a favor and watch Scout Sky to the Zombie Apocalypse. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with just how fun and good it is. Um, and then Crimson Peak I remember a lot of hype around Crimson Peak there was it was supposed to be one of the best horror movies to come out that year and it ended up being kind of disappointing but when I think back on it I can't think about much that I dislike about it I could think of a lot of things that I like about it and compare it to like gothic horror readings that I've had to do while I was in college and whenever I thought about it I thought fondly of it so Crimson Peak you know it it makes it on the mentions just because I can't think of anything bad about it I think we said that it's not scary enough but it it was a good movie it might not be as horror as we would have liked it to be but it was a good movie and then 2016 we have better watch out Christmas horror uh, not really scary but just a overall a solid movie then we've got The Conjuring 2 and I Am Not a Serial Killer. Um, this is a very, very interesting movie. It might still be on Netflix, actually. I'm not positive, but it co-stars Christopher Lloyd from the Back to the Future franchise. And he was also in the Piranha movies, but we most know him as, you know, Doc from Back to the Future and it's it's an interesting movie that I didn't think I was gonna like but I'm not a serial killer you know definitely check it out go in knowing nothing I'm not gonna say anything more about it besides who who was in it but you know it was definitely it was a wild ride definitely a wild ride um, and then I think I said Conjuring 2 already 2017 we have Alien Covenant the babysitter Mom and Dad, Happy Death Day, in Gerald's Game. Um, just overall, just solid movies, and no, no high praise or anything like that. Just solid movies. 2018, and I, I think I was, I'm pretty sure that I said that, you know, the past couple years have not been great for horror. And when looking at 2018, I was, when looking at the list of movies, I was like, wow, it wasn't a good year. And then I thought back and I'm like, oh, well, I said that before that it wasn't a good year. Uh, Annihilation, uh, Insidious, The Last Key, and The Nun are the only ones that I felt like mentioning. I know there's other movies. I, I I know. But, you know, I don't get to watch every single horror movie. Those are the ones that I saw. And, you know, obviously I'm leaving some off that I want to mention later. And then it, and then we have, I think... a I mean Annihilation out of those is probably the best one. It just wasn't a great year. I know there was that movie Up- upgrade, I believe, but uh I didn't get to watch it. And twenty nineteen, we literally just had an episode where I said that twenty nineteen was a shitty year for horror, so very quickly. Us, the lighthouse, it chapter two, the tall grass, Eli, and Brightburn. Brightburn. So when listening off I have to make sure that I have 15 I'm pretty sure I highlighted 15 movies 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 and 14 15 okay so that's 15 movies so 15 movies I'm going to name 15 through 2 and then number one i'll give you my favorite horror movie of the decade not that my opinion matters that much but you know and i'm i'm fairly sure that uh the movie that i chose is probably a lot of other people's favorite movie of the decade um so we're gonna go it follows it follows was a controversy on this podcast because at the time some people said that i walked out saying i didn't like it i don't remember ever saying that i only remember saying giving the movie praise saying that it was a good movie um then we have insidious the first insidious i think would go down as a classic haunted house movie and there's you know it it gave a great formula for like modern haunted house movies uh scream four i i mean it's one of those movies where also i said it It's the fourth movie in the franchise, and if someone came up to me and gave me an argument for Scream 4 being better than Scream 1, if they hit the right points, I would concede. The first Scream is my favorite in the franchise, but every now and then I lean Scream 4 only because the plot could have ended better. You know, we read about how it was supposed to end. If it ended the way it was supposed to end, Scream 4 would be the best in the franchise. Looking forward to, I think they're making another one. I'm looking forward to it. I don't think there's a bad Scream movie. I think it's the best horror franchise out of all of them. Um, The Conjuring, same thing with Insidious, same people made it, don't need to repeat myself. As above, so below. Found footage, amazing movie, very claustrophobic. Late phases, I bring up this movie all the time. I think so many more horror fans need to see this movie. It hasn't been seen by a lot. Practical effect werewolf movie with suits and everything Genuinely interesting plot going and it, It's a funny movie, too, but you know, there's There's ser- a seriousness to it That the main character brings and it's just such an interesting werewolf movie that takes place in an interesting setting So, please 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 if there's one movie that I think that people should watch from this list it's late phases um, the black coat's daughter not a huge fan of slow burn movies but The Black Coat's Daughter just hits the note for me and I don't know why it just hits it for me. Um, The Evil Dead remake it's the greatest horror remake of all time better than John Carpenter's The Thing remake I don't care what anyone says it John Carpenter's John Carpenter's The Thing is a remake of Howard Hawks the thing from another world it was the best remake of all time until 2013's evil dead uh then we have two two um foreign films the Wailing* and train to busan korean horror films uh the Wailing's a slow burn but it's so worth it so worth it by the end of the movie um again i know sometimes for people watching movies with subtitles is kind of like a deal breaker for them but Please watch this movie. So good. Same thing for Train to Busan. Train to Busan is actually getting a sequel and it's so good. It's one of the best zombie movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, I think it's better than all the George Romero zombie movies. Um, My favorite zombie movie is Shaun of the Dead, but I think Train to Busan is better than all the George Romero zombie movies. and that might be like a sin to say in the horror community but that's the way I see it I've seen all the movies multiple times and I still think Train to Busan is better um the ritual uh, really cool creature design in that movie compelling plot uh just uh overall gloomy atmosphere great performances by all the actors um just felt kind of real in some places you know that you know these guys grew up kind of grew apart some of them are you know married the other guy you know he kind of still wants to party a little bit that's not a huge part of the plot but it's something that's thrown in there that just adds to the movie and then we have halloween the remake well not the remake the soft reboot um halloween is is the original halloween is my favorite horror movie of all time that might be cliche to say it might be easy to say because it's such a classic this remake was almost everything i wanted i thoroughly enjoyed it have seen it again it did now did i see it in october on a nice crisp fall day and did that add to how i felt about the movie yes it did but then i watched it again on like a hot day in april (laughs) a hot day in april and i still liked it so that's why it makes a list then we have it chapter one It chapter one was a a surprise a lot of people I think didn't have high hopes for the movie after the first director and Will Poulter who was originally supposed to play Pennywise dropped out but it ended up being a hit and not as big a fan of it chapter 2 but it chapter 1 I think everyone will always remember just the vibe around clowns at the time when that movie came out and then we have the Suspiria remake which was just weird it was a weird movie it was so different than the original movie which is what I like if you're gonna do a remake don't do a shot for shot remake you know do it justice make your own thing but kind of follow the outline of the original and the Suspiria did that totally different style with colors and everything I don't think they could have replicated that I don't think you can catch that lightning in a bottle again that um was captured in the seventies, but I think they did a good job. It was really weird. <laughs> Just a really weird movie. And then number one, my favorite horror movie of the past decade. I think it's probably pretty easy to guess, because you know there's one glaring movie missing off of this list, and it is You know, 2016, Robert Eggers, The Witch, which is so funny. It's so funny to me because I'll never forget walking out of that theater. We record an episode. It's a gone episode now. It's deleted. But I'll never forget. I said it was a good movie, but I had no interest in ever watching it again. And I didn't. I didn't watch it again for probably close to a year. And then I think I got my roommate and his fiance at the time to watch it. Like They were like, oh, it's a good horror movie. And I was like, oh, well, The Witch was a good horror movie. And I watched it again. And then I watched it like two more times over the next few months. I don't think there's a better horror movie that just conveys a sense of dread and gives this story... About a girl who's um, being accused of being something she's not, and then just telling herself, well, they already think I am, so I might as well do it. It's so heartbreaking, so dark, just a very sinister, just sinister movie, and I know there's a movie called Sinister, but it's just... There's nothing good that comes out of this movie. It leaves you with a, like you got punched in the gut at the end because there's almost, there's resolution, just not in the way that I want it. And I love bleak endings, but I was rooting for this family, for this girl, and then it ended in the way that it did. And it stuck with me for so long. You know, that was almost four years ago now that that movie came out and it's stuck with (laughs) it's stuck with me sorry my throat's very dry right now and that's why I could very easily before I made this list I was like the witch the witch is number one If I had to pick a number two it's evil dead 2013's evil dead but after that you know it's just pretty much eh, you know well I'll just throw these movies on a top 15 um you know I want to hear, you know, people who keep up with the podcast, you know, people who keep up with the Instagram. I'm trying to be more active. You know, I finally have a solid, you know, set schedule, you know, once school starts, you know, I want to be more active in the horror community like we used to be. You know, it sounds weird, but like in 2015, when we were like 20 years old, 21 years old, we were way more active in the horror community. Then we kind of fell off. I want to get back to that. Horror community is one of the greatest things in the world. I'm looking forward to a full decade in the horror community. I've only spent about uh, four years of this decade being a part of it, like really being a part of it. Very much looking forward to a new decade with new horror, seeing where the trends take us, seeing what trends die out, the new ones that get creative as we keep advancing. With, you know, technology and whatnot, you know, Black Mirror-type horror could become the norm, um, you know, other other things, you know, real-life things could become the norm with, you know, political things or something, that'd be an interesting, you know, I, try, I know they tried to do that with The Purge, but, like, a more realistic take on it, um, I think maybe Get Out has already tried that, but, you know, maybe more movies can try that route. Um, I'm just super interested to see where the horror community goes, the horror genre, um, I'm interested to contribute, um, picking back up, writing horror stories, uh, once I pick, pick up on that again, I'll be sure to post that, um, but like I said, super quick episode, under 30 minutes, you know, some of my favorite movies of the decade, my top 15, my favorite year, and most importantly, my favorite movie of the decade Um, hopefully you guys stay with us, see how we grow as a podcast over the next decade. Um, like I said, this is just me right now. It's not going to be like this all the time. You know, I can't wait to have Alec or Peyton again. Um, you know, we might even talk about some movies that aren't in horror every now and then just because they're that big of movies. We've done that before. Um, just looking forward to, to it. Looking forward to growing our listener base, keeping the listener base that we have right now. And, you know, I've just got to say, I'm very grateful for, you know, the people who stuck with us even after we took that very long hiatus, two hiatuses that, that don't want to do that again. That and Again, that's part of the reason why I'm putting this episode out right now. Um, so, again, you know, we'll have another episode out in about a week or two. Don't know what it'll be on, but, you know, we're going to be we're going to be in the know, you know, we're going to keep up. But uh for this episode, this is your solo host Luke signing off.